Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here we go. No music today. Uh, no music because we're streaming this live on YouTube and on Facebook. Don't worry if you enjoy the podcast. Normally, uh, you can do that in its normal fashion. Um, we're gonna, we've got a big announcement for Great Touch for a Big Lad. Yeah, this way. is probably one of the biggest announcements. It's probably the biggest development of the, the podcast since it started, but it feels a bit weird there's only two of us. Again, for those that don't know, there should be a lad called Dominic Lewis here or there, and there should also be a lad called James Irwin there or, <laughs> or there. there. We don't have seat arrangements, and they're not with us today, but this is only 50% of the usual team, crew, gang. Exactly. True. Call us. Um, but the announcement needs to happen nonetheless. And so those of you who've uh, listened to Great Touch for a Big Lab from the start... Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Yeah. Those of you watching on YouTube or on Facebook, we've got them both open now, so get your questions in. And if you want to join us, we're going to be doing a podcast most Wednesday nights. So it's a good time to get on Facebook or on YouTube mm-hmm. and subscribe. What is great, though, is if you can't make it live, that's not a problem because, as Craig said, we are a podcast first and foremost. That's what we're about. That's the bread and butter, isn't it? But what we've yeah. kind of had a little chat about recently, me and Craig, is, is in particular, is talking about how we can kind of showcase us and not just be the same as everyone else. So a lot of you guys will probably know me from Bull Street, you'll know Craig from Bear Pit TV. But we started this podcast because we're four mates chatting away about football, which is what we know a lot of people generally do. Yeah. And a lot of people who've started podcasts generally do. So what we what we're going to do now is we want to we want to show that side of us a little bit more and we want to be able to talk about stuff that people our age who are working in the city or a city or just or a town or a town or a village or, a or village. from home because of technology that does occur but guys who have enjoyed the podcast you probably want to know mate well you might want to know a little bit more about us if you don't then don't listen to it but don't worry <laughs> yeah. what we are going to do is we're going to keep doing our football chat so we want you to come for the football but we want you to stay for the lads stay for because us. we have some random conversations and we've I'd like to do that a bit more I'd like to have those random conversations yeah. so what we intend to do is we're going to do two podcasts we're doing these two podcasts live uh, right now but we're going to split them up in the edit so if you want to listen to them on your podcast if you've got to go out and you can't watch the rest of this then don't worry because what we're going to do is we're going to put out the football podcast previewing the weekend's uh, football chatting completely about football Mm -hmm. then what we're going to do is we're going to record a second podcast for about 40 minutes that talks about our lives and generally well we will try our absolute hardest to avoid football yes and so we're going to talk, it's going to be sort of football versus life. We're thinking, do we change the name of the podcast? That would be another thing we'd yeah. love to hear from you guys. Do you love the name Great Touch for a Big Lad? Are you, are you ready for us to change it? We've chucked, we've chucked a, few, a few names. Uh, football versus life. Football 
at 30, football in your 30s, but we didn't want to kind of close off the demographic there. And um, I think what I'm, the reason I'm so keen to kind of change it slightly is there's so much kind of football content out there and it's just boring. Mm. I don't know about you guys that are listening, but I'm sick of hearing about Neymar to PSG and just, I think we like to look at things a little bit differently and, and not be too serious with it, be a bit lighthearted. Yeah. And not take the fun out of the beautiful game. Well, and I think for, for you guys, like, if you want to have any kind of um, connection with us, I, I think us giving our opinions on football is brilliant, but there's other things that you guys can talk about and there's other things that we guys can talk about. So what's great for you guys is you're going to get two podcasts a week now. You're going to get your football hit from us. We're going to be talking about that, which is something that I know a lot of you guys connect with us on. And we want to get your questions and we want to answer those questions, so let us know those but also let us know your questions on life because there are so many little weird things that you are about to find out about what I'm like and what you're like. And do you know what? We're probably a good example. Me and Craig are best friends, yet we're very different. Yet do you think we we've are? got a lot of similarities as well. But on the surface, I think people think we're very different. Tall and short for a start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, bearded and currently not bearded. A little bit. Bits and pieces like that. Yeah. But I think... I think it'll be good for people and I think you'll enjoy what Dom and what Owen or what anyone else has got to say um, instead of the football chat. But this podcast is going to be about football, so let's get into the football chat. This is football, yeah. Um, Where do we begin? Uh, Obviously, internationals uh, been and gone. Uh, Good week for Joe Allen of Stoke. Wales winning their two games. Fine, yeah. They've got a chance now. So it looks like what's going to happen as a quick international round before we get into all the big games. And one thing we're going to talk about in particular is how Arsenal will definitely beat Bournemouth uh, at the weekend. By the way, my name's James Alcott and I'm a QPR fan, season ticket holder. It's a weird start, that. We usually start the podcast, it's a very synced start. We perfect it over five seasons of, you know, I'm Craig, I'm a Stoke fan, that's Jay, QPR fan, etc, etc. But there's a lot of information there. We need to get a lot of stuff but out there. What's key, and I'm so key to stress this, we are definitely proper football fans. Not just because we watch it on telly every now and then. We've both got season tickets at our respective clubs, QPR, Stoke. I've been going Stoke now for, I don't know, 25 years. You, likewise, QPR. Yep. And for those that are proper fans, you'll know what I mean when I say proper fan. And you'll also know what I don't mean by a proper fan. So there, there you go. Do you know what I mean? Let us know what is a proper fan and what isn't a proper fan. Do you, do you consider, Straight into it. Yeah, like it. That, that's a question. Do you consider somebody that, say you're a Liverpool fan, you live in Surrey, I'll pick that one out from nowhere. Sorry. You watch every game on, on, on the internet, on the telly, you never miss it. You're very passionate. You you feel a lot for your club. Is that a proper fan in your opinion? Question mark. Do you think it is? Well, the reason that you... You say that for a reason, surely. Um, you, do, you don't think they are? I don't really... No, no, no I don't. Because I think there's... You, you, they will never, in my opinion, experience what we experience. What the cultural connection with what yeah, you're doing yeah to a point I'm not from Hammersmith no or well, West London well, that's a whole Sorry, but that is. London's complicated it is isn't it London is complicated well then you've got to but what if you're if you're an international fan and you fly across the world to go and see see your team are you not a proper fan then support your local team <laughs> support your local team is that, but, yeah but wouldn't you be say your dad yeah. Who is a large reason why you're into it, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's a Liverpool fan. 
Yeah. And he had a season ticket at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And he took you to Liverpool. But he's not he from bit, Liverpool. Yeah, and he had a bit of longer a bit of a longer drive than you normally do. Yeah. Being a Stokey. Don't get me wrong. Well, oh, you were a proper fan the, in the, there's, there's several tiers here. There's the, the armchair fan. Then there's the fan that actually does travel large distances to go to their often, you know, glory country type team. And then there's the fan that's local enough, um, or at least born local anyway, and then still goes. I have a bit and more respect to somebody that does drive a long distances to watch their team. But more often than not, you'll find that it's it's somebody driving from Surrey to Liverpool as opposed to driving from Surrey to Oldham. That's, that doesn't happen, does it? Coinc- yeah, coincidence? Yeah, yeah. yeah true. You know what I mean? the, yeah, there's, there's very few... Actually, that'd be good to know. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to chat to someone on, on the pod who's just decided to support a lower league team because they no like reason. the kit or something. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, Emnett Floyd... In my opinion, a proper fan is someone who's from the local area and regularly attends game. Explorer Tim, good to see you again, mate. I know you're often on our, our YouTube mm-hmm. channel for us. Uh, I support Perth, Australia, Glory, and I'm a season ticket holder in Australia, but my favourite team in England, because my dad, is Man City. Am I a real Man City fan? Craig. <laughs> well, first and foremost, Explorer Tim states that he's got a season ticket in what I assume is a localist team. Is that right? Confirm that for us, Tim. Yeah, it must be. I, I don't mind having a, a second team it, it can never be a real you can't really follow them can you but if it's a family connection why did your dad support them was he from these shores originally did he just like them because they were good in the 70s I don't know But so if do you have a soft spot for someone else another team do I yeah a little bit <laughs> not really if I'm honest no I but don't. do you would you go so Perth yeah Perth Glory um, would you so if his dad mm-hmm. is I don't know this is very great touch for a big lad how we're not getting into the uh, preview of matter, the games no. well we will do don't worry if you are so final question this uh, Tim his dad is a say he's a man, his dad's a Man City fan right okay yeah 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 but he's from Australia okay does does that mean Tim's not a proper fan I think it's a shame that you, you, you've been brought up in that right it's a shame it's a shame I, I understand why you didn't absolutely follow your your family and your dad because I, I did I Tim's a little bit different because he's doing both to be fair he is, yeah, he is well, that's why like, he wins straight good. away yeah. and I give him massive slack he can yeah follow Man City that, that's fine Okay. But uh, 22 Cope uh, some people like the atmosphere and banter with the lads some just want to watch football and really has little patience with the crowds cough me so he doesn't want to go to the game because he gets annoyed with the crowd you having that? Uh, I think that's a why, shame that why, you can't why, why enjoy why do you get annoyed by the crowd? and though? how much banter is the there? Best really? bit. I think that's a yeah surely you want a bit that moment when you score the goal and the ball crosses the line and who's that? what's he called? Uh, 22 Cope Okay, that feels a bit. That feels. I am. I'm intrigued. That's. That seems strange to me. That you, you wouldn't want to be there at the time in the moment. That feels. For me, it's a lot more visceral in that moment. I want to know what it is that annoys about the crowd because that is the 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 number one reason I go to football is yeah. the crowd. Definitely. Last one before we will get into our, our preview. We will keep coming back to the comments. Don't worry and get your questions in for uh, the second podcast that we're going to record tonight, which is. Uh, the life aspect talking about anything apart from football so let us know yeah. uh, Thomas Holden as I'm in charge of the QPR NYC fan group good man <laughs> as Craig pointed out earlier a lot of American members we have have quite random reasons for supporting including identifying with an individual player or identifying with the philosophy of the club not proper fans to you <laughs> not proper fans to you, <laughs> you, you, you got could, no time for you them. could probably hand me out to dry here with stuff like that oh, wow clearly but what with facts? 
But what I what I like to think is such a core reason for um, it's the glory hunting aspect. A lot of people support clubs because they're successful, and it, it's a cop out. And there's a wider issue to that that we can all just kind of go for the the easy option. Like that's the ultimate point is that's the easy option in life, instant glory. Well, it's I mean, struggle. the QPR guy's not doing that. Is I, he? Well, exactly. I ins- another. For, uh, can we swear on this? We can't swear, can't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our and, channel. I don't know how I was going to swear on it. It wasn't relevant then. But another level of this kind of why do you support a club thing is if you do randomly choose a, a team that's not that glamorous, and don't get me wrong, QPR are a very glamorous club. Boutique. I, I, I respect that as well because it shows you're not taking the easy option out. For whatever reason, you've decided to slug it a little bit. And I do like that. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Tom Holden as well because he's been listening to podcasts for ages. What, what's your background with QPR? Were you, What's were you your born, reason? Yeah, were you, were you born near the move or you, did you just like the kit? Good kit, by the way. I do like keeping yeah, it. Right, I'll no. give you that. Yeah. Tasty. Loftus Road's all right as well. Okay. Uh, right, let's get into why we've called this uh, podcast what we've called it, which is that um, Arsenal will definitely beat Bournemouth this weekend. A lot of Arsenal fans out there in the world, a lot of Arsenal fans on uh, <coughs> around my job, essentially, both in the office and online they seem to be everywhere Arsenal fans it's incredible dominate the internet do dominate the internet Um, and they are often that often makes them the talk of the uh, talk of the Premier League Mm -hmm. and uh, I think on the way back to it this uh, this weekend when you look at the fixtures that game against Bournemouth is one that you would not at the start of the season be bothered about at all but with Arsenal playing Chelsea a week later Mm -hmm. having lost two on on the spin it's a, it's a massive game and it's one that I think a lot of Arsenal fans will be really nervous about. However, they'll win it because Arsenal, whenever they lose, they lose two games in the trot. Then a team, it's always a, t- it's a team like Bournemouth, a mid-table, they'll get a mid-table team at home. This happens every single time. They have a couple of tough games then they'll have a mid-table team at home mm-hmm. and they'll beat them 3-1, possibly 3-0 and everything's okay for a little bit. It's However, the again, wheel of motion, isn't it? Yeah, he's always had enough just to get over the line, the pressure line. He always had enough spirit in the camp to to get him out of these little sort of ruts that he gets into, and those the teams that he's put together and the way that they've played and the personnel that they've had, they've always been a little bit too good for these teams. So, based on that, I'm pretty. It's a footballing certainty for me. That that will happen, that they will win that game. It just is glaring to me. I don't know if you ever look at things. Like I'm doing something for Fan League at the moment. Um, so yeah, there's actually there's a. I'll give them a shout out. Fan League is an app uh, that I'm a pundit for with Sven Goran Eriksson. Madness, very odd. Um, but I've got to predict um, all uh, well about 13 English games. That's what they have in this Fan League app, and you can do it yourself. And if you win, then you can win some money. And if you get your friends in and they do it. And they win, you win some money by getting them involved. Sounds amazing, Joe. What's that? What's yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Fan league. Right, yeah. Um, but with that, you kind of, what I'm learning and what's going to be quite good for the, the podcast, I guess, from the football aspect of it is previewing the weekend's games is one, very difficult, and two, I'm starting to look at the science of it now. Mm. When I look at those games, because you don't know, like Stoke versus Arsenal, I've put Man United as the. I said that's as good as an away banker as you can probably get this weekend in the Premier League. Man United at Stoke. Man United flying, uh, Stoke. Did right. So so, yeah, so so. But you, I would have said the same a couple of weeks ago when you played Arsenal. Mm. Yet somehow you you got something out of it. So you never know. But 
you go on like gut feeling a lot of the time especially if anyone doesn't accumulate let me know what you how you go about it if you go straight stats or if you go on your gut yeah but that I saw that fixture Arsenal versus Bournemouth and Bournemouth haven't had the best of starts and I just looked at it and I thought that is a football certainty I don't think, I don't think it is you know I think the pressure's huge at Arsenal at the moment I, I, I think they're, they're going to draw that I'm going to be very specific here okay. they're going to be winning 1-0 it's going to be a scrappy scrappy game they'll, they'll score 60-70 minutes the pressure will momentarily be taken off and Bournemouth will score a last minute equaliser really <laughs> so that, I didn't know that that's gonna, why didn't you tell me that that's going to happen yeah that, that will happen it's uh, going to be stupidly scrappy and it's, it's going to be cool um, let's go on to your so we're still going to have our favourite bits the favourite bits that you've enjoyed probably over the years with great touch for a big lad um, pet hates which Craig has got one uh, he's got a little quick feature that we can talk about a football turn on you've got as well uh, yeah little mini one uh, we'll answer some of your questions so get them in and we've got a few already and uh, you've got an offside which will give you it's almost the gateway to the second podcast that we're going to be doing which is going to be uh, not about football it's going to be about everything else the random stuff that blokes talk about so uh, stick around for that um, but Man United Stoke is the latest in Man United's easy games at the start of the season right. without trying to be patronising at all No, they've had I, I, really I, I, nice I, I, games really really nice games they, they have had nice games but I mean I, I'm naturally going to you know, give you a, a positive Stoke prediction I think Stoke are going to win that one now do you? <laughs> just because I have to do you, do you have a really good QPR game? We're going to lose. We're going to lose. Yeah, I, yeah I, all I, the time. I'm, I'm, what I'm thinking inside is rarely reflective of what I say out loud because you need to be positive for your club, don't you? Right. You have to be. If but, I'm going to go to the inside one, we're going to struggle, aren't we? We are going to struggle. But yeah. that was exactly the same philosophy going into the Arsenal game. I, I think we're going to... They're going to have loads of the ball, obviously. We're going to be quite deep and all the rest of it. But I, I can see us just nicking this in about the 70th minute. Very specific with my prediction. Very specific. Uh, Stoke City is a good one to talk about for people that um, have a fancy football team. Is Jesse, or whatever he's Hesse. called, Hesse, Hesse. Hesse. apologies. Fine. Is Hesse, uh, is he one to get in your team? Is he going to be, like, is he your guy? Is he your new Bojan? It's stupid literally to call, right? He, he came in against Arsenal, scored a good goal, and looked quite fancy. Against West Brom, if I'm being kind, he was a bit anonymous. But but that's not to be overly critical of him. It's his what, second game in English football. It's a pureless away. He was never going to be given the time to kind of do what he can do. Um, was he great against Arsenal? I think his performance was good, and a goal will naturally embellish all yeah. the headlines and stuff. I think he was, he was good without being phenomenal, but his goal was very well taken and stuff, so naturally... Yeah, he was fine. I wouldn't be jumping to get Hesse in your squad just yet. Okay. Because I think it's just too late to call. And I don't think he's been that revolutionary that it's worth chucking out your fantasy team to get him in. Right. Okay. Is there anyone in that squad that. Because I reckon they're quite cheap, Stokey. Zuma. Well. Is he good? Yeah, he's class. See, Irwin doesn't rate him at all. He does. No, no. Irwin thinks he's alright. Dom doesn't rate him. Dom's the other lad from Great Touch he's a Brentford fan Irwin is the Chelsea season to get older so with all due respect to Dom I'm going to go with Irwin's opinion slightly more but Irwin doesn't um, Irwin thinks he's alright and I think he's going to nick the goal as well he, he's kind of had these random little mazy runs forward where he's had a decent shot on goal so I think if you want to defend it feels like a fantasy football advice thing this now that's good mate if you want a defender do you need it are you looking for a defender you with your last .5 million of your Transfer budget? Yeah, that might chip in with the odd goal. I think Zoom is a massive shout. Yeah? Yeah. 
And then the overall feeling with Stoke now, then? You're feeling a little bit more positive? Yeah. If you get pumped at the weekend, does that just change like that? Not really, because Man United have had a great start to the season. But going into the season, there was a reasonable huge amount of contingency. And I think they're on the back burner now, which I like to see. Okay. Uh, Brighton versus West Brom. Yeah, you didn't expect me to say that, <laughs> did you? I think it's quite an interesting one to talk about, because cool. as a team that's come up from the Championship, mm-hmm. it's sexual, wasn't it, that? Just flung the arms did, in the air. Did nothing for me, up to you uh, they need a point they need to get off the mark it's weird isn't it yeah you, you look at well, all they've the, got a point but they need the, the pressure they need a win it's all about at that. home it's all about that kind of instant headline isn't it all of a sudden Huddersfield are phenomenal what a, what a team what a club Brian is shit they're going to get relegated it's so early to call they don't need a point they do they love a point. point they do need a but point it's it's got, they've got to be early. nervous You've got to start to get nervous when then like Watford away, okay, is away, but they I think they had like sixteen shots, which is you know, it's decent for them in a game. And they, yeah. they if they're having sixteen shots in a game, they need to be coming away with something. And they got a point, but they didn't they need to be getting more than that in these games, I think. Do you not? I mean who have they had so far? They had Newcastle yeah, Newcastle away. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, they lost Newcastle away, Brian. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they did. They had Man City at home, which they lost. Man City was the first game of the season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Watford and yeah, Watford they've drawn. So there's only th- yeah, you're right. There's only three games so far. The Huddersfield are like the greatest team ever created. Yeah, I'm, that, that annoys me. That's a mini pay that I'll check out there. It's just instant headlines based on based on what. Do you know what I mean? You can't. Good before, just, they haven't conceded a goal. Uh, Stoke Stoke had a very kind of poor start to the season really when we first got promoted and it was we were paid out to be relegated by Paddy Power famously is it famous do you know that got paid out Paddy Power the first game Stoke played in the Premiership in 2008 we lost 3-1 to Bolton away Paddy Power the little bastards still don't like him they paid out to be relegated and it still hurts now good publicity it was great and it was very clever marketing but it still annoys me now and I don't gamble really but I wouldn't with them. Not anymore, not after what's happened. Not after that, no. Um, is there the other a big one, early kickoff, 12.30 kickoff, Man City versus Liverpool. Um, Champions League starts next week. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool back in that, got a really good group actually, because yeah. they're pretty lucky. So they'll be happy just to be playing early doors and uh, at 12.30. But that'll be a good test to see what both of those guys are like. That's, for Liverpool that works quite well, I think. Well, actually, I guess you don't know in terms of international, I guess if you get lucky with injuries, then you're fine. But... Mm. Liverpool playing Arsenal on one side of it, getting that win, 4-0 yeah. win. Actually, it's probably not good for them, isn't it? They would have taken a 4-0 win and gone, been up for that next what, next game. They would yeah. have liked to play the next game. But I guess you're spreading out two big games. Yeah. Um, I, t- I saw a stat today, so I think today marks the 10,000th 10, day since yeah. Liverpool last won the league. And yeah. I always like to put stuff in context. When I was growing up, I often heard that the, the gap between Man United winning their last league title in 69 or 1969-68 and then the next title was 1994 no, 2 no, 3 was that oh yeah sorry first, first premiership uh, season yeah the, the Liverpool gap's bigger now we're a generation I'd love to know what fans of maybe 20 under think to Liverpool do they have that what, what do they think because I, I feel yeah, like they I'm just old enough like... to know that the, the older Liverpool fans harking on about that yeah. Just, just don't get me wrong. I, I wasn't really conscious of the days when they win everything. But to kind of, what do younger, younger fans think of Liverpool now? Has been massive club. I, I don't know how big Liverpool are anymore. 
Yeah, I guess so. And and and, and the opposite with Chelsea. Yeah, you know, which... I still see Chelsea. I see Chelsea as the same size as West Ham United. So. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. They were the, they were the West London's version of West Ham United. Yeah. If anything, smaller. Honestly, yeah. if anything smaller, Close. before before um, Abramovich, I used to see them as just we sold Mark Steen to Chelsea. You know, it's just like oh, Chelsea've got him. It's not like my United and Liverpool have bought. This is Stoke City player back in the early nineties. I still struggle, and I was always struggle to see Chelsea as this global club, which I know they are now, mm. and it looks like that will be the case for the remainder of my life as a football fan. But I, I still see Tottenham as bigger. Arsenal's bigger. I still see West Ham as fundamentally. I see. Cool. I still see. Chelsea. This is a good question. Like, let's know what's a team that you don't. They they just don't look. They they're not where they look. If that makes sense. So Spurs. <laughs> I still think Spurs are mid table. I I do. Stockport County, massive club. <laughs> Stockport County. This is why Great Touch is better. Preview, but it's boring, isn't it? <laughs> this is the goal. This is the goal, isn't it? There's so many. Stockport County were a big rival for Stoke in the early nineties, and they're in like the. The right, the, the Northern Conference North, or maybe even lower, the Rymans, maybe. Yeah, they're, they're an absolute mess. Trammy Rover, Trammy Rovers are in the conference, I yeah. believe. Grimsby down there, Torquay down there. Grimsby, did Grimsby go back down? I, I know what you mean. But that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. I'll put uh, that out there as well. Clubs that from your childhood, you always, you know, knew a club have been a certain level, that maybe they're above or below that level now. Chuck them out there, like Wimbledon, for example. Mm. Uh, right, a couple of comments. Um, Thomas Holden uh, bonded with a lady at work over hatred for Chelsea. <laughs> That's and quite not really QPR. It wasn't That's a QPR right. thing. Uh, Explore Tim Stoke doesn't seem like a great place to shoot new music video. Anyway, what's that mean? Not sure. Explain uh, yourself. Explain yourself. Stoke's a great place. <laughs> um, love for a club is irrational and illogical to start. We can't really apply logic to who does it properly. Good point um, from who was that? Aaron Sharp. Um, Sharpie. 
Nitin Sabloak, yeah, this is a good point. Uh, Liverpool to win in the last minute. Coutinho screamer. Scenes. That's a good question. Gotta when, come back. When will I mean they've got to play him eventually? Yeah, they have to. It's daft. I don't think it'd be a problem. Well, the only problem you have is Klopp will go. You don't deserve to be back in yet. Yeah. And we've got on. You know, you got to see if his back's okay. I love what <laughs> Liverpool. Oh yeah, of course. Up. I love what Liverpool did. I felt it was the first time for a long time that a club has kind of dug the heels in and, and removed that player power. But no, fuck it. Yeah. This player is contracted to our club. I don't see why he should be able to swan off and demand. I did it as a pet ape on the last podcast that Jermaine Genius said that Liverpool would be harsh. No, it's bollocks. No, I, I think they they the difference between them and Arsenal is Arsenal kind of went oh okay maybe we'll maybe we'll sell him now after being so strong about it for so long and then. Yeah. Liverpool from day one got Gary Lineker burp there. You know, Gary Lineker would have to talk like that. Yeah, He's trying to keep a burp away. Yeah. Um, yeah, Arsenal kind of were, yeah, gave it a chance, but Liverpool were very clear from the from the start. Um, apparently, uh, Hesse shot a music video in Paris. Ah, he That's did. Why. I've seen it. It's awful. With actual production value. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like a joke song. It's a bit, Well, yeah, I mean, that is a slightly better place for music video. Oh, apparently I missed Thomas Holden's uh, actual explanation uh, for being a, a QPR fan. Oh. So here we go. Uh, bonded with a lady at work over hatred for QPR. Took a few tips to her off the road and fell in love. Spent the next years going to games and saw us win the league championship and be promoted. In 2012, I moved to New York City. And I've been keeping the fandom alive by forming the QPI NYC group. Great, we man. regularly get between 10 to 15 to watch the games now. That's this great. season is great with the ability to stream other games. Yeah, that is, that's what makes it more and more of a global game as well, is the, that ability to stream yeah. games. And actually, it's quite, there's some, we know football is three o'clock on a Saturday, although that's getting drifted away. Yeah. But uh, I was chatting to someone um, today, who was talking about in Hong Kong, it's at 11. And it's, yeah, uh, it's amazing. That's your thing, isn't it? And uh, I, I think in New York, it's like, I'm sure I'll probably get this wrong, but it's like it's kind of midday-ish. It's always oh no, it's maybe it might be earlier than that. It might yeah. be like no, I think it's like ten or something. Yeah, something like that. It will be earlier. You know what? I'll, I'll hold my hands up and say my my philosophy of what I see as a proper fan is definitely outdated in this day and age. Ten a.m. Cheers, Tom. Straight on it. <laughs> ten a.m. for them. Oh, he is good. Then uh, pet hate time. Enough of the preview. You're right. Never again. But hey, again, for those that don't know, we always have a little moan and rant of something that's annoyed us from uh, the world of football. My little annoyance was it's social media jumping on a minute skill or passage of play and stating someone's shit based on that. Their whole career summed up. So obviously, Oxlade Chamberlain moved to Liverpool, 40 million. He's a good player. I think there's real potential there. And then it went viral on, on YouTube and Facebook and all the rest of it. He did a bit, he did like a, a awful shot for the England game the other day. He tried to curl it in, it just went well over the pitch. Yeah, yeah. This is what 40 million gets you. It just, I, I can't even kind of convey that well enough to show how annoyed it. It's just bullshit, isn't it? That, I mean, it there's viral. quick poll in the in the comments, um, and I'll get your, your thoughts on it. Is that a good buy for, for Liverpool? Other thing is, we've got 18 people watching on YouTube, only nine likes. Hit the like button. You do the Please, match. I want double. I'll be very kind of you. Um, Oxford Chamberlain, he will, for me, continue to do exactly what... His feet move too quick for his brain. Right. He can't... Like, I watched, you know, watched the game in midweek, and I thought we played great, and I thought we showed... There were so many moments where you were like, oh, exciting counter-attacking football, the way you would like to see England play. Yeah. People who've got enough legs and stamina to make people... Make the opposition quit. 
I'd hate to be a left back playing England because you'd have Oxlade Chamberlain playing with Carl Walker going around the right side and you could then bring on Trippier and Raheem Sterling on. Yeah. It's exhausting and I that's know. exciting. But the amount of times we got into good areas and the guile and the, the quality was not, and the decision making wasn't there. And Chamberlain, he will do, he'll, he's a f- four times out of ten, he'll do something that will, sorry, three times out of ten, he'll do something brilliant. Yeah. Two times out of ten, he'll do something nearly great. But how old and is five he? times he'll do how, something how, and you'll go, what are you doing? How old is and he? And that's though? not good enough. How old is he though? Uh, he must be 23 or 24. Just, I don't see why we can't give it. It's, it's so obvious. I'm it's, happy to give him the time. It's so obvious why England doesn't perform. And it is quite simply media and fan pressure. It, it's it's not a mystery. It's not a... Eddie Jones spoke about it today on TalkSport and he was getting man. hammered for it. He it's was saying that there's a clear mantra here that essentially suggests that we're going to the World Cup but we're not going to win anything. And that mantra is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. And that's what they need to change. I couldn't agree more I think it's the sooner we go, what? Because we've got you look at that team we brought on. We brought on Raheem Sterling, who you say what you like about him is a quality footballer. Mm. He would walk into eighty percent of the national teams at least. Do you think? I think so. Okay. I think he would. I think you've got the you've got the, those five teams above him. What's it? France, Brazil, Spain. I think he'd get in the Italy team. Yeah, probably. France, Brazil, Spain, Germany, Argentina. Okay, he wouldn't get in those. But he'd get in every other team. Mm. And so we need to stop looking at it like, oh, we've got all these crap guys. They've, we've decided they're crap before you get a chance. I know. It, it, tell you what, doesn't help a lot of players is this massive price tag. They're into the team as greedy and out. Or, or you're, there's an there's a entitlement for you to be good because someone's willing to play a silly amount of money. Yeah, I know. Even in... Uh, an article, uh, an interview with Ian Holloway, and he was saying how there was a player that he wanted to get, and the price was one, one point five million. And then ten minutes later, they'd had a couple of clubs come in for him. He'd gone up to nine. So it's not. That's what it's about with the money, especially for English players, especially when there's a homegrown quota for teams. That yeah. it's not actually about how, how good they are or how much they're, they're worth. It's how much people are willing to pay. Mm. That's where work where, where kind of. Well, that, that's the problem yeah. with all these kind of these clubs with these multi-billionaire owners. I, I think if it wasn't Man City that tempted to buy Sterling, he would have gone for thirty million. It's just because it's Man City and it puts so much pressure on them. I just think the media and fans like have got to chill out with England, realize where we're up to at the moment, and just give it time. What you'll see as well, this would be a great indicator on Wenger and his coaching abilities. Is that and there's a couple of great comments here from the guys. Um, Modern broadcast saying it's a great buy for for them. Uh, Nitin Sablak, sorry if I got your name wrong there. Look look at how a clock transformed uh, Lalana. It will do the same with Ox. If you see Chamberlain's productivity go through the roof, that shows that the manager has not been able to get the best out of him in a, in a decent period of time. He'll be class. He will be. Cl- I, I guarantee it. it's the same old thing. He's not been. It's like the Walcott. I think he's made he's such a good decision getting out there. I think he was going to de- go down the like Phil Walcott path of no real position, no real kind of solidified role in the Arsenal squad. I think it's a great move for him. Okay, well played. Um, football tournament. Yeah, Luxembourg. It's great, isn't it? Luxembourg well rather no, no, more specifically and more relevantly France nil Luxembourg nil, nil. it's just great isn't it yeah say no more they hit the post as well at the end 
Did they? they all, right, I think. Um, that were a great chance either way. They could, they could have nicked it. Imagine They're on that. five points. I really, I always look for kind of the underdog story. I love looking for the San Marino results, Luxembourg. Do you even know Kosovo are in there now? They're in the qualifying. I didn't even know that. Are they? Yeah. Is Gibraltar in this? Because I know I they're in so. the Euro qualifiers. I think so. I, I think so. the um, the World Cup one. I don't mean you just get rid of them, do you? You're not allowed. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was great. And do you know, it's a great example of that France squad is probably one of the most talented squads it's got, it's got, that it? the world not has ever seen in terms of depth. Yeah. Ever seen. So for them to be able to get a draw, what that says is like, if you beat them all with 4-0, but you know, it's 1-0 for a while, just relax. Like, most yeah. teams can be organised now and it can yeah. be difficult to pick teams off but it was good it was brilliant to see it's that. amazing I just loved it and they were celebrating like they just won the World Cup and it probably meant as, as that's about as close as they will get it's amazing yeah. love it absolutely love it uh, anything else? Um, well I know we're on a couple of questions yeah I've got, got some fans questions this is over on Twitter now if you want to get a, a question now Now's the time. I suppose. Yeah, the I'll point. have a look at the YouTube chat as well. The point uh, hit that like button if you're on the watching the live stream. It so does as well. Ian, 21 watching now, 12 likes, Craig. Do the math. Just doesn't add up. Do the math. We're literally the wrong way around. I mean, one of them's us, so we, we need a bit more. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, just lost someone, 20 watching. <laughs> on um, Twitter, Ian Barber, we he went for the big debate, the big talking point, whatever he wants to know. Wenger, Mourinho, Klopp, shag, marry, kill. <laughs> Go on then, say it again. Wenger, Mourinho, Klopp, shag, marry, kill. Kill sounds a bit drastic. It used to be divorce, you know, or, or, or what was it? Anyway, whatever. Klopp, Wenger, um, Mourinho, shag, marry, kill. Get your, uh, give us yours, your, your decision. <laughs> I've got my answer ready. Go on then. I think marry Mourinho, because I think he, he, he's got a lot to say. I think he'd be quite interesting. I think he, he developed a lot over the years and there's a lot of depth to him, which you need in a marriage, yeah. obviously. Kill Wenger, because I just think he... Well, he how old is Dead he man anyway? walking in, really. He's, he's 69, is he now? And wealth of experience, I think he'd be all right for a bit. But I mean, I don't literally want to do that, but, but if, that's the options, if that's the options, he would be that one. And I suppose it would have to be Clark, wouldn't it? It seemed quite firing, in and out. <laughs> See you later. Quickie, it'd be a quickie, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. It would be a quickie, it'd be a bit hard-pressed. Uh, uh, I would go... Uh, I'd probably... I'd marry Klopp for his positivity. Mate, that had ended in like you domestic get violence. It'd be, it'd be chaos, yeah. Oh, I quite upbeat. I quite like that. I'd, I'd, I'd find, I find Mourinho the most attractive, if I'm being honest. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gay. Him and Vanger, I'm not gay. It's but between him and Vanger. Just make that clear. Getting married in less than a month, which uh, we'll talk about in the uh, next podcast, well, which will come out this Sunday. To a girl. And I'll be talking about to a girl. Sorry, make that clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Modern broadcast. Somebody shag Wenger, please. Uh, and I would kill. Yeah, Wenger. Dead man walking, isn't he? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the questions. Yep. Yeah, Can it. I go for another one? Of course. Um, so that was Ian Barber. Cheers for that insightful question. We like that. Was good. Mark McFall, which is quite a good name. Which Premier League manager would would you want to be your dad? Which Premier League manager would you want to be your dad? Premier League, damn. So it can't be Holloway. Uh, and and YouTube uh, watchers, listeners. Answer that as well, please. Which Premier League manager would you like to be your dad? Because that's what we want to know. I would go with, and I'm searching for the answer as I continue this sentence. Craig, I'll tell you what, let's go to you first. What do you think? You know who mine's going to be. Pulis, isn't it? Yeah, all over that. Stoke City fan. Uh, Pulis has long since departed my club, but what a hero. 
He's a, he looks like a dad as well. He, he's got his little kind of woolly sort of cardigan thing on. Yeah, Do you know what? Love I'm, it, love it, love it. I'm tempted to go... I'm tempted to go Pulis as well because birthdays and Christmas, you just buy him a hat. Do you know you think with your dad? Like, you just one thing you don't know is like, what do I buy this guy? Or a tracksuit. Yeah, he likes golf. Yeah. So I get him a golf book. Like, he doesn't want a golf book. Dad and dad, if you're listening to this, like, let me know what you want and I'll get it for you. Yeah. Because you're a great man. But That's nice. it's difficult. Yeah. They're not really. They're not into their fashion or something. They don't want some new. They don't want like a candle. No. Like women do, and yeah. they're happy with a candle. It's difficult. Men are so, harder to buy. I mean, we're veering into the kind of second part of the, the podcast, part B. But men are harder to buy for. Definitely. Dads, Definitely. Like, easy. It's hard. It's hard work. But I think Pulis also has got a good moral grounding. Yeah. I think he teaches him good lessons. He's the sort of what dad that sit you down and say, "Now, son, we need to talk about the birds and the bees," and he do it properly and efficiently. Uh, Explorer Tim says Hewton is a good shout. I did actually think yeah. Hewton for a second, but he chilled out, hasn't he? He's yeah. Probably, I bet he's cool. He's he give a you cool a cam on your 15, so yeah, yeah little, that's fine. So yeah. Don't worry about it. He'd give you a pint of cider with you. Uh, roast. David Wagner, another option. Uh, um, yeah, a let you get away with anything. Good, because then you're linking it back to his football fluff. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, that's probably what I'd go. Sean Dyche, are you mad? He'd be alright. Oh, his voice Scare the right crap there. out of all the kids who bully me. Good point. Works both ways, isn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, I've got one question here. Where okay. is it? Do you think, 22 Cope says, do you think clubs shouldn't be able to charge money for loan deals to stop clubs from financial doping? Say that again. Do you think clubs shouldn't be able to charge money for loan deals to stop clubs from financial doping? So essentially, it allows you to, because it's a loan move, okay. I don't think the money's, yeah, the money's not really the same. You're kind of, you're not buying a guy for... 85 million right. you're buying him for so for example Mbappe mm-hmm. they've bought him for 186 million I think it is um, but with a season loan initially but okay. they know that they're getting him after that and, yeah. um, and that's been their way around it so they are giving and they are giving money I think in that uh, first year as well actually I'm not sure about that but the whole way is to get basically to get around financial fair play okay so you get that guy. Oh, I get you. I get you. Okay. I think it's. I, I think so it's. So you paid a portion of it in the first season, then a little bit. Yeah, it's. it's but yeah, that's bollocks. I think what's what's odd about it is that it's what it's doing is it's it's skyrocketing the amount of money um, being spent on players, which actually financial fair play. The idea was to do the opposite, mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't spend that much money uh, on players because you you couldn't. Now the loophole is you give you're basically cutting up your transfers into quarters. And the problem, the what you'll see now is that's why someone like Mbappe is so um, is so worth the money to a point because at 19, 18, whatever he is, I'm going to get four years out of him, and he's going to be twenty three. Yeah. And you can sell him for pr- probably even more, if not the same amount. Yeah. If he's that good, then you should be fine. And I yeah. think the general. The age of the prime of a, of a footballer now seems to be decreasing, I think, a little bit. It used to be 29, 30, whereas yeah. now I think it's 26, 27 is when yeah. you're at your probably peak. Um, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I think it's it's a loophole that people are trying to look out for are trying to, and are trying to exploit. So yeah. maybe that's where it's a bit of a problem. It is, it is bullshit, yeah. Um, okay. That's my thoughts on it. That's okay. 
before we, because I think we're edging toward the end of the podcast, aren't we? Yes. Before we do end, as you'll notice, our background is the famous. Someone was asking about that, Craig. Peel Park. Peel Park, yeah. Peel Park, the famous Peel Park. And what we've decided to do for every single show if is we have can. a complete, <laughs> yeah, if we can work the technology, or rather Jay can work the technology, is to have a, a different football ground on in the background, just because. Yeah. The more random and obscure, the better, just because. It's funnier. I think it's funnier anyway. So, shout out where you want us to be next week. <laughs> That's what I want. Say some random grounds and which everyone takes our fancy from the comments that is where we'll be next week and that will be because of you yeah uh, we're about to do offside and we'll reveal what the ground is at the end of uh, each podcast and make you listen to the end essentially um, if you've done comments on YouTube um, I'm not sure if it's the same on Facebook but certainly on YouTube after it's over the live chat comments go so if you've got any questions for next week's podcast or you want a background to be put up there, maybe Perth Glory's a shout. Yeah, then, not for that. Then you need to comment again on the video, because otherwise we won't see it. That's a good um, point. So yeah. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this bit so far. The great thing is you will be getting two, you'll probably get more overall, you definitely are getting more overall. You're getting one football podcast mm. and then one, which I'm excited to do. It's going to be I, weird to, to talk one, yeah. about something else. But we're about to do it. So, uh, as a little segue on the way... Oh, no, you don't want to do it. He's trying to cancel it, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Okay. Offside. Uh, again, for those that don't know, offside, we always end a podcast with a completely non-related footballing story just because it's funny. And we try and find the most weird and obscure stuff we can find. This one was found by James Irwin, a regular part of the Great Touch team. He's not here today. So the headline is, <clears throat> it's from the BBC website. Woman trapped in window trying to retrieve poo after Tinder day. So the article goes on to explain that a woman who threw her poo out of her date's toilet window because it would not flush had to be rescued if she got stuck trying to retrieve it. Why is she trying to retrieve it? Because, um, I don't know. (laughs) It goes on. The amateur gymnast was on a first date with a Bristol student, Liam Smith, named him, when she panicked and threw the faeces out of the window. It did not land in the garden, but became wedged between two non-opening windows. Okay, so <laughs> that would have been... It, it, the day would have come in and seen this, this ship just stuck. So she had to get it back. Two and two together, yeah. Yeah, and then she ended up getting stuck. <laughs> number two and number two together. Uh, and she ended up getting stuck in this kind of little little window. Um, that is... That's known as a bad day, isn't it? That's known as a bad day. What's harsh about this is, deed. right, the reason we know this is the, the person who was on the date, not the the victim in this case, Liam Smith, he relived this incident on his, in a BBC interview. That's harsh, isn't it? What? That's harsh. You're happy with the publicity then? No, no, that's not him. That, he, it was the girl that got trapped. I know, still. I feel bad for the girl that he's willing to put this out. Yeah, there. no need for that. Yeah, that's 15 harsh. minutes of fame. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I've seen you somewhere. That's really harsh, that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Bang out of order. But there we go, that's offside, that's a non-related footballing story. More of that to come. Uh, so there you go, um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, the next podcast will go up on Sunday. Um, we hope you enjoyed the, what that will be, which we're about to do right now. Excited. We don't have a clue. Excited. Yeah, it'll be brilliant. It'll be good. We'll see, see what happens. We'll see what comes out of our mouth. Of the, and you, you can, we can offer. We hope to offer some kind of life hack, life discussion, life observation. Yeah, that's the aim. Essentially, I just want to talk about something apart from football all the time. So <laughs> yeah. here we go. Um, Stay online with us now. Stay on the, on the Facebook and on the YouTube because we're going to stick it. We're just going to pause the uh, podcast and start again. Simple as that. Nice and relaxed.
Cheers, Craig. Um, if you uh, want to be a part of our podcast live and see us at the time, then you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Great Touch TV, or you can uh, like the page on Facebook, which we'll try and stream it on Facebook when we can. Yeah. Um, hit the notification bell as well, and you'll know when we go live. We're on Twitter, HGT4ABL. Most importantly, actually, more importantly than uh, YouTube or any of that stuff, go on iTunes, search Great Touch for a Big Lad, subscribe to the podcast. And give us a little review. Yeah, let us know what you like and what you don't like it, because that is good for us. It does help us. And um, yeah, we don't get that kind of feedback. So just give us a review and let us know, and uh, and we could try and make the podcast better. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's it for the audio side of it, but we'll see you on Sunday. You can hear us on Sunday with uh, the second part of Great Touch for a Big Lad this week. Bye-bye. 